Scaling up excellence tackles a challenge that confronts every leader and organization, spreading constructive beliefs and behavior from the few to the many. This book shows what it takes to build and uncover pockets of exemplary performance, spread those splendid deeds, and as an organization grows bigger and older, rather than slipping toward mediocrity or worse, recharge it with better ways of doing the work at hand. This challenge has been our constant companion since 2006, when we launched a week-long management education program at Stanford on customer-focused innovation. It kept clobbering us over the head. No matter what we asked the participants to do, discuss a Harley-Davidson case study, interview JetBlue customers at the airport, or design solutions to improve the gas station experience, the same concern nagged and gnawed at them. It pervaded their comments and questions. They described it as the biggest obstacle to building a customer-focused organization, and their feedback drove us to devote more time to this challenge each year. We started calling it the problem of more. Executives could always point to pockets in their organizations where people were doing a great job of uncovering and meeting customer needs. There was always some excellence. There just wasn't enough of it. What drove them crazy, kept them up at night, and devoured their workdays was the difficulty of spreading that excellence to more people and more places. They also emphasized that the problem of more, which they often called scaling or scaling up, wasn't limited to building customer-focused organizations. It was a barrier to spreading excellence of every stripe. The fascination and frustration that spilled out of those executives was infectious and troubling for us. No matter what the two of us were supposed to be talking about, the problem of more soon dominated most of our conversations and email exchanges. We were taken with the problem because it was so widespread and so crucial to the fate of every leader and organization. The problem also vexed us because the executives' questions were so good, yet our answers were so lame. And once people learned we were snooping around the scaling stuff, we were peppered with tough questions. Leaders at places ranging from Google to the Girl Scouts deserved better answers than we could muster. Thus began the seven-year project that generated this book. We did many things during those years to identify key differences between scaling well and scaling badly. Yet regardless of what we did during any given week, we wove together two goals, uncovering the most rigorous evidence and theory we could find and generating observations and advice that are relevant to people who are determined to scale up excellence. It didn't matter whether we were writing a case study about the spread of lean manufacturing practices at Wyeth Pharmaceuticals, puzzling over the implications of group effectiveness research for managing the U.S. Navy SEALs and McKinsey consultants, presenting half-baked ideas to Norwegian healthcare executives bent on spreading patient-centered practices, or coaching a student group that persuaded Stanford soccer players to wear bike helmets via tactics such as scattering smashed watermelons around the practice field. We bounced back and forth between the clean, careful, and orderly world of theory and research, that rigor we love so much as academics, and the messy problems, crazy constraints, and daily twists and turns that are relevant to real people as they strive and struggle to spread excellence to those who need it. 
This strategy fixed our focus on developing ideas that are grounded in great research, can help people spread and preserve excellence, and will grab and hold their attention. The chapters in Scaling Up Excellence spell out these lessons. Our efforts to boil down this challenge to its essence and develop practical recommendations were shaped by four big lessons that emerged during our journey. These lessons not only helped us write this book, they are useful mental provisioning for anyone contemplating, or in the throes of, the problem of more.